All right, good morning. Crazy day yesterday. The Dow Jones made a new record high, but the Nasdaq falls more than 1.3%. So we'll take a look at that, why that is, and will it continue today? We'll also talk about the car wars. Because yes, there are some car wars going on. So we'll talk about what's happening to Toyota, Ford, General Motors, and Tesla, and much, much more. So today is Wednesday, January the 5th. And if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. And that good-looking guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Now, together we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And, and every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, through newsletters and reports. And, and then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. If you're new to this channel, I know it can be overwhelming. So don't worry, we have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. So, Mark, let's see what happened yesterday. Let's actually get started here with the S&P. So, uh, S&P, I'm switching to a daily chart, and is it being a decent day, right? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, uh, they're slightly it, down. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking about I was the Dow. Saying, it was Let's a jump over to the Dow. The Dow had a good day yesterday. So yesterday, no, it was the Dow, not the S&P. The S&P was middle of the road here. I mean, we had the two extremes. We had the Dow and the Nasdaq. Let's talk about these. Yeah, that's just it. So the Dow actually had a, a decent day and finished up 214, 215 points. Uh, finished off session highs, but the Dow made a new record and uh, there was a lot of interest there, up, up about a percent at one point uh, and a lot of interest in, in the Dow and and um, blue chips, right? You know, some of these standard uh, good old stocks and on the exact opposite side of things, it was the NASDAQ down big, down over 1%, losing 1.3%. So you have this this uh, big you know uh, mix in, in results for the major indices where the Dow rose for a second straight day to start 2022, uh, and uh, traders just kind of uh, be, uh, trading and, and betting on stocks that would benefit from a, a good year despite the Omicron threat, but concerned about tech stocks and bond yields. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, we, we got to talk about this because over the past uh, couple of weeks, uh, we were focusing on uh, on Omicron, uh, the rising COVID cases here. And, and I mean, there's still no slowdown. And it seems that traders are like squirrels, uh, like, okay, we've been focusing on this for two weeks. We need to find something else. And then we did have something else to focus on yesterday. So yesterday we had the uh, JOLTS job openings report. So that, that's interesting. So this is not from December, but from November. And uh, we saw that there is, what, 10 point, approximately 10.6 million job openings in November. Now, now compare this to around 6.9 people who are unemployed. This means that there is plenty of jobs for people, right? And now, of course... There's uh, some people might not be qualified, but a lot of people are holding off. And there's this uh, this outflow from uh, sectors like healthcare and hospitality, right? So that, that's what's going on. Anyhow, so why why I'm bringing it up? This is because uh, we we see that this record 4.5 million workers quit their jobs, which basically means that the Fed, who has these two mandates, Margie, I've been talking about this, which is 
I mean, keep the unemployment low and keep the employ uh, keep the inflation low. I mean, this is where we see they don't probably have to worry that much about unemployment. And we really have an interesting workforce and, and situation right now. Uh, there were jokes about younger people and millennials not wanting to work and, you know, not wanting to work at these prices. But actually, a lot of the, the older workforce is choosing to quit, right, or to not take these jobs because of you know, not wanting to be in the, the workplace because of COVID or just having some money and being tired of, of doing what they're doing for the prices that they're getting paid. So it's really a lot of the older workforce that isn't taking these jobs. And, and that's an interesting mix. You have more than enough jobs to fill the unemployed, the, the you know, people who are unemployed, but they're not getting filled, except we have some interesting numbers uh, from December with this morning's report. Yeah, uh, so let's take a, take a quick look at that, and then we will talk about the yield because this is all connected here. So this morning yeah. we had the IDP non-farm employment change, and gosh, they blew it out of the water. So what what is this report, Mark, and what does this number mean? Sure. So this this report is a, a precursor to the Friday jobs report. The Friday jobs report is really always the the big one here. Um, but the ADP non-farm employment change is the estimated change in the number of people employed from December, excluding the farming industry and government. Um, so it's definitely an important report, uh, but the Friday takes a little more weight. Um, and this was just a, a huge number. It was a, a really big number, uh, 520 or sorry, 405,000 jobs forecast and 807,000 added. That's a big change. Now, I believe that the report uh, doesn't count the last part of December. So when Omicron was really starting to potentially have an impact on jobs, it doesn't necessarily reflect that, but still a, a big increase. Okay. So, so, and this is what traders are focusing right now. So Unemployment seems to be low. It seems that we have enough jobs here. So this is where the Fed says, okay, we're good. Now, we still have the key employment report coming out on Friday. But until now, this is what we are seeing with the two reports that are coming out right now. Inflation, well, that is a concern. And this is where we already heard that the Fed will rise interest rates probably three times next year. And that's why we have now, yesterday, based on these news, the so-called yield rising. And I, I'm showing here since uh, last April, where at first it went down, then it spiked higher in October. And this is when also the markets went down as it was going higher. And that's what we are seeing right now. So we are creeping up over the last few days. Nobody really paid attention because everybody was just focused on the Omicron virus and the variant and what does this does to the industry. But this has been creeping up from, what, 1.5% to 1.65%. So that's a 10% increase. That, that, that's a lot. That, it's basically signaling, okay, there's something happening with interest rates. And, and that's just it. Uh, there isn't this perfect inverse correlation where uh, the 10-year yield goes up, NASDAQ goes down, right? It, it's not perfect. But when it heats up and really starts to to make this type of move, then it does put pressure on growth stocks and you know, tech stocks. And that's what we saw yesterday because they're, we're, we're getting you know discounting of future earnings from these growth stocks. These growth stocks are relying on, on cheap money. Uh, and we know that many of them are not profitable at all. So people are investing in these stocks based on future earnings. 
And when you get that shift and people interested more in blue chips and value stocks, it, it we, we see that that rotation. And that's just what happened. But also with the higher yields and higher interest rates, banks are set up to do better. And that's just what happened yesterday. Banks are going crazy right now. Uh, two big days. Yeah, I mean, I brought up JP Morgan here up 3.8%. And for JP Morgan, that is a big move here. Uh, American Express, AXP, the ticker symbol, also up 3% uh, yesterday. Uh, Bank of America yesterday up 3.9%. Huge, massive move. And we see that this is almost correlated here to the interest rates. Because as interest rates keep rising, banks are making more money. And then we also have Goldman Sachs, the ticker symbol is GS, and it all looks very similar yesterday, up 3%. Uh, but then we also had some, some other stocks rising yesterday. Caterpillar is one. Caterpillar, big one, right? I mean, this is a 5% move for Caterpillar is a big move. So that has been rising. But then also energy stocks, right? I mean, as crude oil is rising again in prices. So uh, here I'm looking at a daily chart of crude oil and you see we were as low as $62. So in the in the low 60s and right now, a few weeks later, we're back up to $77 here. Uh, so this is where uh, we, we had some some energy stock companies that are doing really well right now. Yeah, Halliburton also better. Uh, they, they also received the Morgan Stanley upgrade. So HAL, the ticker. Yeah, HAL, and then we had uh, Oxy Petroleum, so OXI. Uh, so they had a good day yesterday, up 7.5%. So quite a lot. Now, um, then on the other, on the flip side, and this is what you said, this is where the, the tech stocks are under pressure, right? So uh, we can look at NVIDIA that has been a, a, a really solid stock over the last few weeks. And uh, yesterday, NVIDIA down 3%. What, what else? Uh, like CrowdStrike, if you just use some of these... Uh, these favorites. So they were down yesterday 4%. What other stocks, tech stocks? Oh, maybe, let's see. Um, maybe Okta, we can take AMD, a look AMD down almost 4%. Yeah, AMD down. So I, I mean, this, this is what happened. And uh, we will take in a moment a look of what's happening today in the markets. What are we doing today? Will this continue today or are traders focusing on something else? But before we do this, we have to look at the car wars <laughs> because, I mean, yesterday, I, I mean, Ford had just a phenomenal day yesterday, up uh, 11%, 11.6%. Uh, did you see what happened there? Yeah, big move for Ford. They um, opened orders this week for its F-150 Lightning electric pickup. Um, I, I guess that it was shut down because of uh, an overwhelming response. They also announced plans to double its production to 150,000 trucks annually. Yeah. And then we have also GM and uh, Toyota. So GM has been for what, 90 years or something like this? Uh, yeah, has been the, the top selling automaker in America. Uh, so for 90 years running and yesterday they released their numbers and Toyota released their numbers. And yesterday Toyota took the crown from GM. So Toyota uh, delivered uh, or sold 2.3 million vehicles last year in the US and uh, GM 2.2 million vehicles. So after reigning champion for 90 years, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> GM and Toyota, huge, big jump there yesterday. Uh, I mean, 6.9% and uh, a follow through in pre-market. That's huge. Yeah, interesting to see uh, the, the EV stocks down yesterday, but the good old standard car makers, big, big day. Well, and I mean, Tesla, let's go to Tesla. Tesla has been down yesterday, what, 4% after jumping 13%. So, and this is where we also heard when it jumps 13 above 1200. So, uh, Kathy Wood uh, dumped a bunch of shares, uh, Tesla shares yesterday, because I mean, this is a pretty good run from going here around 900 to 1200. I mean, we can measure this move, but uh, after Elon sold all of its shares uh, and we were going lower, so we have a 30% move here. 36% move within, what, a couple of weeks. And uh, this is where, yes, we saw some profit taking yesterday. It's not all Kathy Wood selling her shares, uh, but it, it's definitely part of it where we saw some profit taking here. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's see what else is going on here this morning. Stocks on the move. Wanna look yeah, at Pinterest? Sure. So, um, uh, pins, not pins. Uh, pin, pins, uh, huge move yesterday, down 9% this morning, pre-market trading, bouncing back a little bit, but only around 1%. What happened here, Mark? Yeah, so they're, uh, they made 52-week lows yesterday, big move lower. They actually got a um, downgrade from Guggenheim, and uh, one of their analysts was looking into uh, some social media numbers based on app downloads. And uh, believes that their uh, numbers, their users have fallen uh, from 226.9 million users in November to 218 uh, million. And so this shift from some of these, you know, pandemic darlings where everybody's accessing these social sites, the the users and active users is something that that traders are really paying attention to. And it seems like we've kind of come to this tipping point with many of them where there's more competition in the space and they're losing users, which is not good for profits um, when you're marketing uh, products and services and, and doing all of that to these uh, users. And so uh, I think that that kind of sparked a, a bit of a sell-off and it just continued for most of the day. Yeah. All right. And then we have to talk about BYND. I mean, BYND, this is so interesting. Uh, so BYND is always looking for another partner. And uh, I think in the beginning it was, hey, we are partnering with Starbucks. And it, it kept it soaring higher. And then Starbucks said, well, we're not doing as much with BYND. And then it was, uh, I don't know, we're partnering with another company. And who, who was it recently uh, with whom they were partnering? And then they said, no, thanks. What was it? Taco, Taco Bell? Bell. Well, they're still Taco partners, Bell. but they decided to scrap one of the or scratch one of the Right. Items they were working now, on. this morning in pre-market trading, they're up 5.9% because another company said, you know what, we got to list your products. And this morning, surprise, surprise, I was very shocked by that, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken, where everything is battered and fried. Go plant-based. <laughs> this is a little bit of surprise here. So Kentucky Fried Chicken will offer a plant-based chicken uh, from Beyond Meat. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Will you give it a try? 
No, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken at all. <laughs> I haven't had it in many, many years. So, okay, uh, let's uh, quickly see of what's happening here in pre-market trading as we are looking at the E-mini futures. So E-mini S&P futures right now pointing to a flat start. So uh, it's a little bit selling off, recovering overnight right now, pretty much around the unchanged mark from yesterday. The Dow that had really a good day yesterday also unchanged this morning. And the Nasdaq still the weakest here, uh, hanging in there, but down 0.4%. So we, we see that there's still some sort of rotation going on. And I mean, today, the big news will be the Fed meeting minutes that are being released at 2 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon. And I expect some, some quiet trading until then. And then we probably get a much better idea of what exactly the Fed was thinking during their last meeting. So this will be the big one today. All right, time to get ready for trading. If you would like to know how we trade these crazy markets, here are a few videos for you. And if you enjoyed this morning's stock market update and would like to see us again, subscribe to the channel because then you're getting notification whenever we go live. Okay, have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.